Hi everyone, welcome back to Finding Purpose with Melanie, episode number four. I am super grateful for everyone who listens and joins me each week because each week of life can look so uniquely different. Some some weeks we are winning, everything is going really great, we're prospering, and other weeks we just felt right on our face and to normalize that process I think is really important to know that when we have really good days I think that we really need to celebrate that like when we wake up feeling real fucking good have really good days and to know that life is a journey and it's a constant up and down So it doesn't mean that you've regressed or that you have failed when you have bad days. All it means is let's work together to develop the tools so that when you have those bad days, you know what to do that can take care of yourself, that can nurse you back to health so that you can have better days. Essentially, the goal is to have more better days than not. And I always like to say... A good rule of thumb is if for two weeks you have been having worse days than good, I think it's time to chat and to talk about what is going on. So let's go ahead and get started today. I'm really excited about this topic because it's actually really dear to me, like all of them, but today what we're going to talk about is something called somatic experiences, what to do when you feel like shit. So somatic experiences, essentially what that means is you are feeling things in your body. Emotions are being manifested through your physical being. And the reason why I really wanted to bring this up and talk about this is because in a lot of diverse cultural populations, what we find is it's really hard to put words on what is going on. So when someone is kind of pressing you, you know, you're saying you're not feeling well, well, what's going on? Like, what's going on? And, it, and you can't really articulate it in words. Oftentimes, what you can do is articulate what you're feeling physically. I've been feeling really tired lately. I've been just feeling really irritable. I've had trouble sleeping. So what we have found, and I will go into this more in depth, is trauma lives in our bodies. Emotions live in our bodies. So when our body speaks to us, when we start to feel like shit, we can actually utilize the communications of the body to begin the journey of figuring out what we need to do. So to begin, like I said last week, I always want to start with a mindfulness practice. Today is going to be something really short and it's a call to action. I really love this one a lot. So what I want you to do for this week is I want you to purchase a candle. I want you to go to a store. It can be whatever store that you know that they have candles that's in your budget. And I want you to find the perfect candle. I want you to smell a bunch of candles. I want you to separate, you know, ones that you like, kind of put them to the side. 
And I want you to purchase one candle that really symbolizes something that you need in your life. Whether that's a candle, the smell brings you a sense of comfort, a sense of peace. Maybe the candle represents hope. Maybe it represents a sense of stability and security in these uncertain times. The reason why I want you to purchase this candle and I want you to smell a lot of different candles is A, because that's a grounding technique. So when we utilize our five senses, one of them being smell, we actually ground back into the present moment. It's so important to know that healing happens in the here and now. Yes, there will be times when we do need to travel back to your history, when we do need to talk about what life was before you became an adult or a teen, because that's the founding blueprint to who you are today. And yes, there may be times when we need to talk about the uncertainty of the future, what your goals are, but we have to do that exploration in the present moment. So utilizing smell is actually a great way for grounding and to, to kind of re-put your feet on the ground. In addition, I want you to have this candle because I want you to light it. I want you to light it every single night. I want it to be a part of some type of routine where you make space for yourself. So whether that's maybe I'll light it in the morning while I'm getting ready for the day, or I will light it in the evening time. I want it to start to take place in terms of a routine where you carve out space for yourself. And, what, and even if that's just lighting a candle, maybe people love the smell, but what does that really represent to you? And it doesn't have to be that for everybody. I want this to be something that you choose. So mindfulness practice, your call to action for this week is to purchase a candle and to take some time to smell and find the right one and then identify what it symbolizes. So last week we talked about vulnerability and I am going to get back into vulnerability, but ultimately I think that vulnerability is gonna show up in all of the work that we do together, all of the things that I talk about in this podcast. So for today, I'm not gonna revisit in specific, kind of talking about vulnerability as kind of a separate variable, but you are going to find it interwoven in what we'll talk about today. But just as a reminder, if you do want a call to action, remember we talked about identifying three instances that you had uncertainty, emotional risk, and that you really showed yourself. And I want you to identify in your journals three instances that you did that. And I want you to inbox me on Instagram. Again, that's Melanie Amini Hajibashi. <laughs> and uh, share with me because I want to hold you accountable to that. So let's get right into it today. I wanted to talk about somatic experiences because I really experienced them. And in my trauma work and in my trauma counseling, and in the coursework that I learned, there actually is a field of thought called mind-body-oriented therapies because we have found and research has found that trauma lives in our bodies. So it is not uncommon for diverse cultural populations to show up to their doctor and to say, I've been having really bad headaches. I've been having really terrible digestive issues. I've been feeling, you know, certain pains in my body. And, 
you know, I fainted at work. And after running physical tests, there isn't anything that the doctor can find. So it's essential for us to understand that sometimes these headaches are showing up as signs of stress, signs of anxiety. We often find that any challenges with the stomach, specifically for children as well, is when kids have stomach aches, when their stomach doesn't feel good, it actually is where anxiety tends to live, you know, that ideal butterflies in your stomach. So if you are having any stomach issues, I really would want you to be curious about where anxiety might be living in that. In addition, with a lot of different pain in your physical body, it's understanding that emotions can take place in different pain. So oftentimes what I'll find is when I'm under a lot of stress or my depression is really high, I feel a lot of pressure in my jaw. And what you'll find is if you've ever done yoga before, when you're in the downward dog position in specific, the yogi instructor often will say, release your jaw because we're holding on to it so tight when we're angry, when we feel stress. So it's really about learning to understand how your unique body is storing emotions so that you can understand how to release that. But it's not uncommon for people to not really understand what's going on. So traveling back to me, again, I feel emotions very somatically. So lately in life, I've been going through so much change and transition. I, I just graduated. I um, am trying to figure out what is the next best step for me, trying to align to my vision of myself, what are my goals, while also trying to wrestle with, you know, that expression, what is it, the, the rug pulled out under your feet, you know, just full of a lot of shit going on. And how that's showing up for me is, you know, I'm having people ask me, I'm having family members ask me, well, what's wrong? And I keep saying, you know, I just feel really depressed. I feel really sad. I just feel really unmotivated. You know, I'm describing these symptoms, but when they keep like, okay, well, what is it? Like, what's causing it? Well, what is it? You know, what's going on? It's actually really hard for me to articulate in words. You know, oftentimes for me, how I can articulate it is, it's like this feeling, like it's this feeling in my chest, it's this feeling of like I need to lay in bed all day, you know, I described my particular situation and I want you to describe your particular situation as it's constantly raining every day and if you guys know me, you know that I love the rain, but I'm sad, like it's raining and I'm really sad and it's not lifting. You know, the feelings are not lifting. So I bring up this podcast because I think it's really important for us to know that, and I'll kind of talk a little bit about trauma later on, it's really okay for you to not be able to describe what you're feeling in words. And that's one of the things, too, about Western counseling, Western medication, just Western therapy, you know, we do talk therapy, right? Tell me what's going on. And clients and probably myself will be talking in circles and circles and, and not quite able to really understand like what is going on. So there is a great book called The Body Keeps the Score um, by Besser, 
Bessel van der Kolk, and I really recommend that. But that he really talks about how language can escape us, but the body cannot. So I wanted to normalize if you can't quite articulate in words what the fuck is going on. But can you identify what you're feeling physically? So, and for me, I've always been a very, uh, a person who can really understand things in image. So, but that's not everybody. Some people are lists, some people are numbers. So if you're a numbers person, is there a certain number that you feel? And what does that number represent to you? For me, I thought about this idea of like just a candle, which I guess goes into <laughs> what we were talking about a little earlier. But for me, I feel like my light is really just dimming in and out, in and out. Like I'm really fighting, you know, this dimming of the light so that it doesn't go out. So I wanted to talk with you what to do when you feel somatic experiences, what to do when you feel like shit. So the first thing I always like to recommend is to get some movement. And that doesn't have to be aggressive workout burpees. Get some movement. That could be putting on one of your favorite songs and just dancing. That could be just kind of ebbing and flowing. All of a sudden, you know, you just put on some music and you just vibe for a moment. It could be going outside and going for a walk. It could be doing some light stretching. It could be doing some yoga. But what I want you to do in those moments is I want you to start to do some movement. I want you to think about a soda bottle. And you know when you shake a soda bottle, it, it like if you take that cup, the cap off, it's just going to explode. Well, that's kind of the same here, right? So your bottle has been shooken, shooken, shooken. How can we, instead of just, you know, popping the cork off and it exploding everywhere, how can we begin to kind of move that energy, move that stored energy? And one of the greatest things that we can do is we can go ahead and get some movement. Maybe that's going to say, okay, I'm going to get some coffee. I'm going to go to the store. I'm just going to walk around a little bit. I'm going to, you know, um, do some spinal twists. So get some movement. The second thing I want to say is that our bodies are primarily water. The earth that we live on is primarily water. And I find that stress of life, when it's also conjoined with dehydration of the body, shit hits the fan. So what I want you to do is I want you to get a water bottle and I want it to be a water bottle that you like. Maybe it has some nice colors, maybe a great design, maybe it's some cool cup situation. I want you to drink some water. I want you to be honest and I want you to tell me, have you been getting enough water? And how I always say is no matter what the size of the water bottle is, although I personally prefer like a 32 ounce water bottle or higher, I always say drink two to three, and even if it's starting with a small goal, I'm going to drink one fuck yes, but I want you to really focus on drinking your water, and no, coffee doesn't count, okay, and, and no, your monster doesn't count, I want you to drink water, and if you don't like the taste of water, how can you make it taste better, 
maybe with a little bit of lemon or some water flavoring, but I, I want you to get some movement. I want you to get some water. Then what I really actually love, and this is something that I've really been pushing for myself, but also for you guys, is just to breathe. I cannot tell you enough what stress does to the body. And one of, one of the things that it does is it irregulates our breathing. We don't even notice that when we get shocks of anxiety or overwhelm or something makes us feel insecure, our breathing may shallow, we may begin to hold our breath. And what is shallow breathing and holding our breath associated with being on guard, right? So then our fight or flight response starts to get tapped in and we go into the stress response. So I always want you to just release that breath. And what I also say is how can you put those three together? How can I get some movement? How can I just breathe? How can I drink some water? You know, how can I put these elements together? We want to start to move that energy out and we have we don't need anything externally to do that. We can start to move it in ourselves. Where do we keep that? Where do we store that? My last technique for today and a really powerful one that has so much healing when it comes to counseling in so many different ways is this term called name it to tame it. We go throughout our life and we feel like shit or we have shitty days or maybe even really, really good days and we can't really articulate like the words to what we're feeling. We just know we don't feel good. I don't feel good. That's kind of my, my key phrase. I, don't, I just don't feel good. Okay, well, what is it? What's not making you feel good? Okay, my thoughts. My thoughts are really affecting my body. Like I'm feeling really insecure. I don't feel good. I just don't feel good. Well, let's get down to who's in your arena with you. What is not making you feel good? And let's start to peel back those layers, peel back those layers. If we can't figure out right away what is in the arena with us, what is the monster that is lurking in the shadows, get some movement, get some water, take some breaths, really center yourself back, smell your candle, light your candle, and identify Peel back the layers, peel back the layers. What am I experiencing right now? I cannot tell you how powerful it is to say and to affirm, I feel really anxious right now. Anxiety, here you are again. What are you trying to tell me? I feel really triggered. Here you are again, triggers. What trigger am I feeling? What is it bringing up for me? I feel really inadequate. Just naming what we're feeling all of a sudden is like, whoa, it just halts us. It just halts kind of this beast in our arena. And it's like, oh, there you are. You know, here I am just so busy experiencing your power over me that I didn't even look up to see, like, what exactly am I even facing? So naming it to taming it just has profound effects. Because when we don't feel good, when our bodies don't feel good, when our minds don't feel good, and they're both connected, have you ever noticed how everything just starts to spiral? We can't show up to work, we can't show up to relationships, maybe our workouts start to get jeopardized, you know, we start saying, fuck it, give me the chips. 
Um, and it just like, we go into this cloaked, you know, um, like the gerbil on that wheel, right? So when we just take a pause and we say, what the fuck am I facing right now? Naming it to taming it can be super powerful. So I want to end the session today, this podcast, (laughs) by again, just recapping what we talked about and then what I would like you to do. So we tuned into this word called somatic experiences, what to do when you feel like shit. And maybe you are not even aware of how your body responds to stress. And I want you to take some time to to journal and write that down. How does my body respond to stress? Do I get really, really tired? Am I unable to sleep? Do I get really bad headaches? I want you to start writing that down. And if you're not quite sure how certain stressors in life are affecting your physical body, I just want you to brainstorm what are some challenges that your body is feeling right now. So maybe it's my, my back is really hurting, um, my, I, my stomach, my digestive system seems clogged, my stomach is hurting, you know, whatever that might be, I feel a lot of pressure in this certain part. Just kind of write it down and get curious get curious about what you're experiencing and then maybe even trying to link that naming to tame it. Okay. I'm feeling a lot of pain in my jaw. What could be causing that? Or, Oh, you know, I've been feeling like a lot of pain in my feet. Like what could be causing that? And think about that emotional experience. So for our mindfulness practice, as a recap, I want you to go ahead and purchase a candle. I want that candle to symbolize something for you. And I want you to spend time smelling them and finding the right one for you. Again, to identify three instances that you showed up in vulnerability, you were daring greatly, you put yourself in emotional risk and exposure, but you did it anyways. And then to know that it's completely okay to not be able to put language in how you're feeling. But if you're able to describe what you're feeling somatically, that could be a great indicator of what your mental health is. Again, it is not uncommon for diverse cultural populations to show up to their doctor, their physical doctor, saying that they're sick, not being able to find any causality behind that, knowing that stress shows up in our bodies and that we don't always have language to understand that. And then just as a reminder, it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to be okay. So I was thinking, and maybe I talked about this somewhere in my monologues, but sometimes we dim our own light because we know that other people are really suffering. And I love that empathy that I see in you and I love that humbleness. But you deserve to be celebrated for the dope shit that you do. And I don't want you to dim your light because there's other light that still needs help. You know, when you take the time to acknowledge your greatness, true giving comes from your overflow. Taking the time to do that, to celebrate the small successes, has such a ripple effect for everyone in your life. 
you know, you never know who you might inspire by saying, wow, I had a really fucking fantastic day today. So try not to dim those really great days because they're so important, especially when the bad days can be so fucking real, right? So there's always that sense of duality. Honor when you're doing really good. Honor when you're not doing so good. And let's try to figure out some tools that we can use so that when you're not feeling really good, we don't have to get trapped there. Essentially, for me, in my personal opinion, that's really what counseling is about. How can I help my client develop the tools and the skills that they can use as they go out into their hero's journey when life knocks you the fuck down? Because it always does, and it always will, and we're, it's like a video game. You know, we overcome one challenge, we feel super good. Wow, that was so hard. You know, but there's always another one coming. I love you guys. You are so amazing. Thank you for being a part of this tribe and this community. I am learning on the journey right with you. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Just know that this is just the beginning. And we're only going to continue to get better from here. Peace out, guys. Have a great day.